Hi, welcome to CG Boss. I'm your host, William, the CG Boss, for this show. And this is a show about the exploration into animation, games, comics, or digital media entertainment in general, and uh, storytelling as well. And possibly, we will also look at sometimes on uh, some of the business of transmedia or how all these things work, right? Um, so, let's get started with the show, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to CG Boss. Let's get started on this episode. This episode is the last episode of the Endless Runner series. Um, yeah, I'm gonna talk a, like a little bit post-mortem on, on this whole project. So uh, I'm gonna start off with like what went, what went right, what could be better, what the next steps, and what went, you know, what went wrong. So yeah, I started actually learning uh, Unreal Engine in the last two months of 2020, which was I think November, October or November I started, you know, wanting to do like uh, as a precursor to my own game, you know, to make my own games basically. So I thought it was maybe it'd be good to uh, pick a game jam idea, a theme, a theme such as from the idea is random search, I think if I remember it correctly. It was uh, uh, I just searched for game jam themes and then what came out was the PB Game Jam 5, you know, uh, from itch.io. And the theme was uh, replay and out of reach. So um, and I thought about it and said, okay, what can be out of reach? So endless runner, right? Things are always usually, the goal is usually kind of out of reach. You're trying to score points and you're constantly in this loop. So I use that as a, a game framework, as a base template where you can, uh, what's it called? I don't have to think so much about the game mechanics and the, the game idea, you know. And uh, I was able to find help and tutorials on how to build these uh, uh, what you call it, project, you know, in Unreal Engine quite easily. Uh, so starting off the base template, I was able to modify it and, uh, yeah, um, you know, make it my own. So I modified the game to be, uh, what do you call it, uh, an endless runner, but I had a goal, a, 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 like a, a object where you have to keep chasing it. And, uh, yeah, it, it will always increase in speed. At least that's what I think it will do. What I wanted to do, but I couldn't really do it, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, create this huge uh, level as a loop where the game just keeps you get to just keep loop you with the give keep what do you call it get the power ups to uh, to to increase your speed if you you know for a short while to try to catch up to the going and, and get it. So, yeah. so that was one thing that was good when I started the the um, this little project for for two months, right? Uh, to use an existing uh, template because I had no Unreal Engine experience, or at least not much, some at least, maybe just playing around. So I use it, use this template to give me a good grasp on learning the tools. Uh, what else went right? Um, I'm just thinking, like, uh, what's that thing else? Let me just think. Yeah. Um, there, uh, yeah. Um, Choosing Unreal Engine, I think, was also, uh, you know, was good because this engine has a lot of tutorials. Uh, there's enough uh, resources to help you get started and uh, assets as well. Um, yeah, what else went right? I'm just thinking. Yeah, I think that should be it. You know, choosing just yes, the, the theme and yeah, choosing the game jam and the theme. 
perhaps next I will talk about some things that went wrong. Uh, yeah, I think Unreal Engine also is, yeah, not a, a very good engine to start with. You know, I mean, even though there was a lot of resources for it, but uh, Unreal Engine has, I believe, um, it, it's quite a bloated engine. You know, uh, my project was about two gigabytes, and uh, yeah, it's it's built for I think FPSs such as you know Fortnite and you know what else. Uh, Unreal Tournament and those type of games, right? Uh, it's geared towards those, you know. Although I I did see people do, I think in the early days of Unreal Engine Four, there were people doing like Flappy Bird and all that. But uh, Unreal Engine is really geared towards uh, these big FPS games, triple A style. Uh, another thing that uh, that uh, is not so obvious is Unreal Engine. Well, I think the current version. <coughs> It tries to obfuscate or hide all the complexity, but uh, you it actually presents a very very easy to use editor, but it actually hides too much of the complexity behind it. And when you start digging into it, right, especially I, I started with blueprints, right, but the blueprints can get really messy, can get uh, really difficult to beyond like simple gameplay mechanics. I can see that it's gonna be very difficult to to do things where it's trying to like like you do complex things you, know, you get into this spaghetti as they call it spaghetti code but more I call it spaghetti blueprint you know where you're trying to you can't remember where you park your your code or the stuff in the in the engine and sometimes it can get if you get it can get really messy and bloated because there's too many objects classes that you have to dig through and you can't do a search on like oh I put this variable, where did I put the variable or where did I put the function in which blueprint class or thing? Yeah, well, it's easy to use as for for non-programmers like myself, but I think it's, I think looking back now, I feel that it's good to learn some coding, you know, uh, like C++ or, or use a scripting language like Lua, you know, I, I, I don't know why they didn't include Lua into Unreal Engine, you know, where you can attach scripts to objects like those entity components is like unity has yeah which makes me think yeah maybe i should try unity after this yeah so yeah unreal engine was not not i would say it's a it's a can be a bit of a bloat you know if it's if you're not careful with it yeah uh, what else uh, what else went wrong um, uh, yeah i didn't get to make my own art assets right so I use a template, the third person template. You know, I, I use too much stock. What do you call it? Stock, uh, stock assets from Unreal. I think, and uh, it didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't come off as something where it's my own. You know, it just felt. Yeah, I just, it just, I just modified a template. You know, while I was trying to focus on learning Unreal Engine and you know, learning how the things work, but. I think if I added more time to this, because I wanted to do it in like one month, you know, but it, uh, it dragged on, you know. So I, I didn't get to make any of uh, the stock and uh, my own like assets to to use in the game engine. Um, yeah, and also, yeah, I didn't expect it to take it. The, the next the next thing is I didn't I didn't expect to take the. The game engine, the the game, this little project to take so long, right? To I didn't expect the project to run overrun. I was thinking I can do it in one month, 
So yeah, I didn't expect it to take two months. You know? So that that um, that shows me that oh yeah, game development can take quite a while. You know, especially when you're trying to figure out uh, something new, the new mechanic, a new thing. Like I was trying to just set all these calm down timers, collect points, and you know, it's all new to me. You know, even though that I, I could get help, but uh, it's it's still not easy. You know, it's a very very um, kind of messy. I would say, yeah. When you're trying to figure out how how these things work, yeah, I think that's that's about it for what didn't really go so well. Yeah, I think there's a few. Uh, maybe next up, uh, what what I may what I may what I may improve or what what's the next step? So, I think for next for next game project, uh, I probably want to keep the scope small. Do something, I guess, on the arcade side. I arcade side is it? Is that the word? word? Yeah, arcade side. <laughs> um, you know, <clears throat> things don't make it too complex. Don't have an overly complex story or anything. Uh, um, probably on explore more on the game mechanics. Oh yes, actually, I forgot. I will need to write a game design document. That didn't that didn't went well. Yeah, actually, uh, probably have to sidetrack this a bit, but. Uh, uh, yeah, I actually should write a game. I will write the next project. I should write a game design document. <coughs> While I mean, like um, you know, I could. I, I actually relied too much on tutorials, and didn't think through like, yeah, writing a, writing some documentation down. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. So perhaps that that didn't keep me as focused on like, on like what I should do next. Right? If I had a game doc. At least written up nicely, I would say. Okay, this is the direction we are roughly going. Because it was still kind of like playing around and messing around with code. So I'll keep the game so like, I'll keep the game small, small in scope. Write a game doc, and uh, I probably would switch engines this round. Next round, I want to actually give Unity a try. You know, uh, something with a more codey code stuff I guess is that the right word to use yeah more scripty thingies right uh, getting digging down in the code rather than relying on the the whole visual blueprint stuff you know where oh well it's great for non-programs but I think you can get more performance out you know um, there, there are some things I notice in the Unreal Engine where it's like oh when I hit the button it wasn't as responsive I don't know why maybe it's the way I wired up the blueprints but didn't felt responsive yet, yeah. So yeah, probably we'll do it that way. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I would continue to publish on itch again. You know, uh, I think it's very important to once you finish something, you publish it somewhere, like itch or Gumroad or your website. And so so to get yourself into the act of publishing, I think that's one thing that went went, went right, which I knew right mentioned earlier yeah, where it's important to publish it's important to keep publishing you know to get in the act of publishing because actually during Christmas and uh, New Year the January New Year right I want to just like keep going on and tweaking things I say nope we gotta just publish it and yeah it's up on itch.io right now and uh, yeah that's something I will continue continue doing and sure that I get into the habit of just 
shipping work, you know. I think Seth going to talk about this as well, where you just got to keep shipping it, right? Good stuff, bad stuff, just keep shipping, you know. Just like the Anchor Podcast we have here, right? I, I remember when I first started, I was like, oh yeah, I could get the... It was very easy to ship ship it. Like. Unfortunately, un- un- for game development, it's not so, not so easy to, to get your stuff out there, you know. Uh, there's a bit of marketing you got to do and stuff, and... The, the, the what you call it, the reward cycle is a bit slower, I believe. Yeah. Oh well. Uh, yeah, that's it for this episode. Um, hope everyone is staying safe and uh, yeah, uh, we'll update you on the next project and uh, yeah, hope to um, hear hear from you guys, right? If you hopefully enjoyed this uh, my short rants and rambles and on this podcast and. Uh, Yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Take care and stay safe. Bye-bye. Alright, thank you for listening to this episode on the CG Boss Podcast. So if you enjoyed it, please do uh, like or subscribe on the major podcast platforms. We are on Apple iTunes, Spotify, uh, where else? Anchor and of course uh, Overcast many platforms as well you can also check us out on the cg boss webpage called anchor.fm forward slash cg boss and if you enjoyed the show and want to support it do go to the ko-fi website ko-fi.com forward slash cg boss to send some support there thank you once again for listening to the episode and bye bye have a great day or great evening ahead wherever you are bye